1: Yes. We're on Twitter. What? We're on Facebook. What's a Facebook? We're on Instagram. (laughs) And we are on the WWW. But guess what else we're on? What? We're on YouTube. Oh. (laughs) YouTube. That's right. We have our own channel. Yes, there you can find our episodes, some trailers, and a whole lot more we're cooking up. And we have a very, very special opportunity for you.
0: That's right. If you subscribe at YouTube, our channel there, yes. this month of July, you will be entered to win a custom watching plan from Why Watch That. If you win, yeah, we'll tell you, hey, here's some things for you, just you, to check out. We will curate that thing for you.
1: Ew, why watch that? We're kind of nice over here, aren't we?
0: We sure are. So if you're interested in that, and heck, you should be on the YouTube anyway. The YouTube. See how I say it like oh <laughs> Not
1: one? just a YouTube. <laughs> be on the
0: YouTube anyway at our channel, Why Watch That. Subscribe in July. And maybe you'll know what to watch from here forth. Ooh.
1: The why watch that TV talk. Well, hello, hello, hello. We are back with a TV talk this week. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh.
0: Mm.
1: Listen, I don't know where you are. Not you, critic. I know exactly where you are. I know, I see exactly where you are. <laughs> but it has been hot. Like, ta ta ta. Very hot summer. We are finally in August, which means. The kiddos are gearing up for their last good run of summer. Oh,
0: my goodness. It does, now, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. You're going to have to round them suckers up, can't go to school shopping.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Too bad.
1: And uh, start back on that, um, that schedule train. But until then, you, as parents, can enjoy some of these TV shows. Because... <laughs> I don't think any of these are exactly appropriate for those under 14.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Well, let's start with some new stuff. We have a new mini-series. Series? We don't quite... We're going to call it a mini-series, but who knows? It's on Hulu. Hulu sometimes like to do sneaky, um, sneaky re- uh, renewals. But it is four weddings and a funeral. And I can see it already. Some of you are like, well, well hold on. Are we talking about that English movie? And then someone else says, well, well hold on. Are we talking about the Chris Rock version? And then I'm going to say, well, <laughs> hold on. We're talking about the miniseries. Four Weddings and a Funeral. Wait, hold on. Is that, was Chris Rock in a version of that?
0: I don't know.
1: Well, I do know that there was an English version.
0: Yes, with Hugh Grant. Yes. Andy
1: McDowell. Yes, yes. No, I think the other funeral movie was like something at a funeral or something like that. <laughs> it has like it had Zoe Saldana in it and somebody else. So that's completely really different. Anyway, this is the mini series we're talking about. It's only four episodes. It's available now. You can you can watch it right now on Hulu if you have a Hulu in, um there. Uh, So, it's just the first four episodes, though. So, don't think that you're going to be able to watch all ten. Right. Um, So, you can watch just four episodes right now. And then, later on, as you get into it, they'll release them. Uh, You got a chance to see the first four. (laughs) And and, and did you hear the four? Like, maybe you did. (laughs) Did you stop? Did you watch? We'll find find out. out. We're going to find out. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, And, uh, okay. So this is Mindy Kaling and her writing partner, Matt Warburton, their version of the movie. So it is based on the British film you were talking about of the same name by Richard Curtis. He does get an executive producing credit because he wrote the thing.
1: He better.
0: Yeah, but does this have anything to do with the movie?
1: Death at a funeral, that's what it was called. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. I was like, what was that? What was that movie? It had like an all black cast, and like, look, Tracy Morgan's in it. And, um,
0: yeah, this is not death at a funeral.
1: Was in. Okay, sorry. Going on. on. Go.
0: No, only you will interrupt me and then tell me to. The-
1: <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I fully remember because he's the guy who dies, right? <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yes, carry on. Carry okay. On.
0: So, is this anything like the movie? Well, I did watch the movie again <laughs> before looking at this miniseries, oh, so I'll come please. back to that.
1: You are so prepared.
0: <laughs> so, in this version, it's centered around Maya, played by Natalie Emmanuel, who was Massandé on Game of Thrones. Yes, it's her. And she is American. Okay, why is she playing an American? I don't know. Uh She is there. And she is a speechwriter for a politician who is running to become a senator. Now, he does become a senator, but what's going on between Maya and the senator other than speech
1: writing? Okay.
0: And he is married.
1: Oh.
0: Now, she has three friends. They all went to college together, but the three of them decided to move to London after college. She did not, obviously. So when one of them decides to get married, and this is Ainsley, who's an interior designer played by Rebecca Rittenhouse, she has to go to London for the wedding, and Ainsley's getting married to Cash, played by Nikesh Patel, and he's an investment banker. Okay. Okay. So we see her, of course, get off of the plane. She loses her luggage. This becomes a big problem, and she meets a guy at the airport. At first, they have a contentious kind of back and forth, but then she kind of starts liking the man. All right, what does that have to do with anything? Well, maybe we'll find out. So she eventually winds up and is at Ainsley's house, is getting ready for this wedding. And uh, the other two friends are two guys. One is Duffy, who's an English teacher in um, London and played by John Reynolds. And there's Craig, who's an investment banker who works with Cash. And he's played by Brandon Michael Smith. Now, Duffy, just so you know, is secretly in love with Maya okay. Craig and Maya really are really great friends, really close. And he's dating someone. And this someone thinks that Craig and Maya actually love each other. Is that true or not? Well, we know the truth of that. Okay. And uh, Ainsley, she now has a new best friend, according to this new best friend they are. And her name is Gemma. She is British. She's wealthy and she's played by Zoe Boyle, and she has troubles of her own. Her husband, though, who's a wealthy man, is really protective of her. So keep that in mind. So we see these four friends and the, the offshoots. We also get to meet Cash's father and brother, and I won't give away where that goes. So the question is this, how many weddings is it gonna be for? And what's the funeral? So we know there are four weddings and somebody dies. Uh Uh-oh. Who dies? Who gets married? And if you know the movie, maybe one of the weddings doesn't actually come to fruition. Hmm. Okay. Now, the movie. You know what? The movie is really enjoyable to me. I enjoyed watching it again. Is it a perfect movie? No, it doesn't even need to be. Because it's charming and you actually, you look at these characters and go, these are characters. Everybody's having fun. And with Hugh Grant and Andy McDowell, there is a chemistry there. Uh Like when they first meet, it's not like you go, oh my goodness, it's obvious they would love each other. But there's something to the way they set it up and the chemistry that makes it all work. And it's funny. And you have all of that. And if you like a rom-com, it's going to work. And this, I mean, the, the movie, if you haven't seen it in a while, is almost two hours long.
1: Oh, geez.
0: Yeah, it's not a short rom-com, but because of the chemistry, the energy, uh, all of that, the likability of the characters, uh, it, it's just a nice m- movie to watch and just let it go.
1: Okay. So
0: is that what we get from this TV series?
1: No. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, we do not. I don't like these people. I don't care about them. And there is no chemistry. I don't... And that's the problem, really. How are you going to do a rom-com and there be no chemistry? It makes Uh-oh. no sense. The so the people... You. I'm sorry, what did you, what'd you say?
1: I said they got the critics saying, how you? That's right. How you going to do? I'm going
0: to break the English. See that? <laughs> but I need to. So... <laughs> So it, the, the, the main um, love affair here I didn't give away, it, it, it's not like the moment where they meet and, you know, it's like, oh, time stops or lightning flashes. It, it's the way they set it up is actually against that. And I know what they're trying to do is update it. Let me tell y'all something. You can't update this. It is a rom-com. Mm. I've, I've almost had it. You can't do it. And what you've done is actually made it worse because the original film, it is not PC. It is not. These are characters. You can't do it in a way that makes it more like now. Do something else. Why are you doing four weddings and a funeral? It doesn't work. And again, there is no chemistry, but I will say this. I did, I think I did watch all four, Ref. Will I be watching more? No, but I will say in episode three is when it really starts to become itself. So you'll know then if you keep watching whether you want to continue based on episode three. And I will say its strongest moments actually are when they're working. When they're at the workplace, there's something there. And it's interesting because remember, Mindy Kaling comes to us from the office. That was her big break. And there's something about the dynamics at work that I think if they focus there, they might have something, might. But as is, it's a mixed bag and some of the writing.
1: All right, all right, all right. Uh, Mid-season check-in, 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 check-in. Both of us (laughs) are caught up on um, one of our favorite shows to watch in the summer, and that is Younger. Mm. Now, we are at this point, season six. Liza's been fooling, folks. And actually, the only person who is out of the loop is Diane. And at this point, I mean, even her daughter knows. But at this point, they, are, they have to be building up to this reveal, because Diane was super crushed when she found out that Charles and Liza got back together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I can only imagine if she found out that they were the same age or around the same age. Yeah. So, let's check in to see where we are. This has already been renewed for season 7. I mean, we haven't even really gotten clean off the ground in season 6. Well, yeah, in their terms, I guess they do because they only do 13 or they're very small um, seasons. Mm-hmm. But they're already renewing it for season 7. And we see in this mid-season check-in, Liza and Charles, who we've been wanting to get together for how long? They're having problems. They're having real relationship problems. And it's if they were just on an island somewhere, they'd be fine. But at one point, they're contenders.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: it, gets awkward. it gets a little awkward.
0: And based on the upcoming scenes they showed after this last episode i think that diana is gonna find out (laughs) now
1: i am not prepared for that
0: she ain't either (laughs) according to those scenes okay and you get miriam shore going i'm looking forward to that yeah yeah now in this season as the ref is hinting at okay so we've got liza and we've got charles like the ref said they're together but charles essentially divested himself from his family's uh publishing firm
1: i mean he owns it still but he's just not on the board and- right he's
0: not on exactly he's gonna get his money but that's about it <laughs> <laughs> he's not working there he's not on the board as the ref said and so on and so forth and he gave the keys to the kingdom the
1: keys yeah. to kelsey Oy.
0: Was that a good choice? <laughs> I so don't like, know.
1: That's so all I got to <laughs> say. Somebody's balding. <laughs> right. But
0: publishing is in the blood. Okay? The maestro would say it's in the blood. So, <laughs> he really says, okay, y'all keep doing that. I'm going to start my own thing on the side and have my hands
1: in both buckets. <laughs> <laughs> and he admits it, doesn't he? He's, he seems like, Oh, he. When? This Uh, man is not hiding anything. No.
0: You know he's very honest.
1: He's like, yeah. What? (laughs) I love that scene. (laughs) He's like, uh, and
0: (laughs) you think you're (laughs) gonna tell me what to do? That's my firm, and this is my firm, (laughs) and you work it out.
1: And, and to he, add, he loves Liza, but he loves life.
0: He de- definitely does. But to add insult to indu- injury, he hires Zane, <laughs> which of course creates even more problems for Kelsey. <laughs> and Zane's always got that you know Cheshire grin, <laughs> and somebody <laughs> might knock off one day.
1: <laughs>
0: so we have that. But then of course, you know, I wa- I actually watched this with my brother F.
1: Oh, and he was like, "This is not going to last. Absolutely oh, not." No, because they're stealing you you know what happened
0: yeah so so it was but it was a nice diversion for them to go through fighting for the same authors and kelsey doesn't know who is really behind this of course this all comes to light and of course they all come back together to work together again but who's in what position
1: oh and
0: what kind of trouble does that spark that's nice. the question uh and then we see how moving forward things might be challenging especially for Kelsey and of course for Liza but then I do have to say this ref and then of course you'll tell us what you think this whole storyline with Josh and the baby
1: I can we be done with it <laughs> thank you I'm sorry I, that's I that's I, I like that he's a father, but he has nothing to do. And Josh was a real, and they hinted toward it this last episode. Mm-hmm. Josh was really a moment Yeah, in Liza's life. It helped her get through that divorce.
0: And maybe a continuing moment.
1: Well, I so, been, You know,
0: this yeah. is what happens. You know, you start doing psychedelics and it opens you I, up to certain ideas that maybe you weren't thinking. And we'll see where that goes. But yet the whole thing with him and the baby and the baby mama... It, look, it's tangential. That's the problem. It, how does this affect Liza? Why am I watching this? I don't care. The only thing I did like, I did like how they used the baby in the social media thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was funny. That was, that, funny.
0: Was, that was interesting, but that's about it, and I hope they've gotten that out of their system. But other than that, I am definitely still enjoying Younger. I look forward to when Diana finally finds out. And the Diana Enzo thing, see, that is a tangential story I actually like.
1: I love it. It's yeah. great. He proposed. Mm-hmm. We'll, she said yes, but we'll see how that actually works out. With she, the mama. She did ask a question. She was <laughs> like, um, is there a ring? <laughs> you know, Diane's going to ask the right questions. like, And he was like, baby, I'm trying to be spontaneous. And she was like, okay, all right. We just just know that. <laughs> I agree with you, critic. I think younger... This season isn't my favorite season. I'm mm-hmm. going to be honest with you. I think we're losing some of, um, Ma- we always love Maggie's weird adventures. And she does have some weird adventures with some very familiar faces <laughs> uh, this season. But I also really love Lauren. I love her. I love that her, Liza, and as well as Kelsey get into what Sex in the City did. Is kind of see what's hip in New York right now. Mm-hmm. And we are losing some of those storylines, um, probably yeah. just to keep Josh afloat. We can't that's really- the problem. Yeah, that is the that, albatross. Yep, yeah, that's exactly what's happening. We have to and try- Nicole
0: Ari Parker. Give her more.
1: Yes, and she. And, well, she may be. I think. Uh, I think Maggie actually likes her, mm-hmm. and um, she helped her get over fears. Some fears, <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this: younger is as Sex and the City was, you are always going to be enlightened as to what is happening in the world of the New Yorker. You just, you know, the uh, micro dosing to, you know, all sorts of other things to the, like I said, getting sponsorship on your Instagram page. They're all trying to be relevant. What I hope from them for the rest of the season is that we do get back to Liza. Liza. Mm-hmm. In- not trying to pacify Charles all the time, but also decide what do you want, Liza? What do you want? And it does Josh have anything to do with it? So mm. moving on oh. wow. wow. to another check-in with a why, Yellowstone on Paramount Network. We are in season two. There's about 10 episodes and You've already seen six of those episodes, and guess what? There's more to come because, as I said in another podcast, Josh Holloway is going to be joining the cast for season three, mm. and the, that's Sawyer from Lost, if, or I can't remember his name on Colony, but you've definitely seen him. But right now, we're in season two. We're about we're a little over halfway there. Has it gotten better? Because the creator and showrunner is no longer directing, writing, showrunning,
0: you know, yeah,
1: co-writing, but he at least knows better than direct. <laughs> yeah, they
0: do every single thing, right? Yeah. Um. Well, here's where we are. The Dutton family, led by Kevin Costner, of course, is going through this struggle to maintain their land, which is, yes, a part of Yellowstone. National Park, that area. It's a vast, just ranch, just huge land. Okay, so they're trying to hold on to that in the face of threats. Threats from uh, Native Americans, threats from other greedy businessmen, and now in this season, threats from two brothers who want in on the game. And these two brothers might be a problem for everybody. Okay, so that's what's happening there. They showed up and this is starting to get the ball rolling a little more. Uh, Also, uh, we also, of course, have this just inter-family struggle that keeps going. Of course, we have the three siblings who are here, two brothers and a sister. Uh, One of the brothers played by Wes Bentley, Jamie, versus the sister Beth played by Kelly Riley. That's still going on because boy, oh boy, Jamie left the ranch, literally and figuratively, because, uh, hey, what's going on is this. He was told by John that you are not gonna be running for this office Uh to be a politician like you thought you were. He, Jamie, said, okay, I'm leaving, I'm gonna do it on my own. Uh Uh-oh, problem. Now he did that and while he was away, he did get a lot of playing going. And this playing has now come to the fore as a big problem for the family because he said some things to a reporter that he shouldn't have. So what's gonna happen with that? Also, we know the younger son, Casey, he's still trying to get back together with his wife. He still is caring for his son when he can. And he's now trying to become more of uh, the person who's going to take over for John when he's finally gone. How's that happening? And then outside of the family, we do have the ranch hands themselves, which could be its own show. I mean, these guys, it's crazy. Um, Really led by Cole Hauser's character, Rip. Um, That guy has been on the ranch since he was a kid. He knows it in and out. He has this relationship with Beth. And uh, what happened is John said, "Well, you know, Rip, I'm giving the reins over to my son Casey. You've got to help him out. How's that coming to fruition? Also, there are some other uh, ranch hands that have all kinds of problems." Okay, so here's the thing: you tell. the interfamily stuff. They should get rid of it. It doesn't work. In particular, Beth versus Jamie. It is forced, the writing is bad, and the acting is bad. And we are talking about Kelly Riley and West Bentley here.
1: And, well, we're also talking about the writer who is... Does yes, great work.
0: But here's, here's what's interesting. I'm glad you said that, Ref. If we're thinking about Taylor Sheridan. Is he the guy to write interfamily conflict? Is no. he Shakespeare? Is he uh, Steinbeck? This is not East of Eden. You know, it's not King Lear. We're not going there with this. He's not that. He is about the ranch. He is about the conflict. He's about this family against the world. Yeah, Yeah. If the show was that and what's going on on the ranch with those ranch hands, it would be really good because then you get more of the Western. That's what Taylor should be doing. Make this a full-on Western, which it really is anyway. But get rid of this family stuff. It is not good, and it's holding the show back. I do want more of these brothers who have come in this season. I want more of how is the Dutton family going to hold on to this land. And I actually, I enjoy it the most when it's not about the family at all, when it's about the ranch hands. So we'll see whether this balance is fixed at the end of the season i don't know if it's not how much longer i'm going to keep watching maybe i'll make it to josh holloway because i like him i don't know though ref so that's where we are right now
1: well it is the number one show on cable so a lot of people you know in the summer not ever (laughs) a lot of people are tuning in the question is will they continue to do so let's end this with another why (laughs) years and years which had its season finale now and we're also going to say its series finale because it is a limited uh, run for that show it's on HBO which means if you have HBO go you can go watch the whole thing right now um, after the season finale you I didn't quite get a grasp on how you truly felt about the show. I knew it was something that you were going to finish, but from the beginning to now, how did we fare out? And is this something you'd recommend?
0: Hmm. Um, So essentially the story is there's this family, the lions, and- uh, Lucky (laughs) lions! Not them. (laughs) (laughs) But this is a different lions family. We are in um, Great Britain. We're in England here. And we see over the course of years and years how things change for them politically and technologically. So that's what's happening here. That's really the main thrust. And this Lions family at the core of this uh, are four siblings. So it's it's two brothers and two sisters, and they each have their own personalities and their own goings on. So one of the brothers, Daniel, Um, is a housing officer. He ends up being embroiled in this whole refugee crisis that they have um, in in Manchester. And he actually meets the love of his life. Now, the love of his life uh, is in trouble. Uh Okay, he's a refugee from um, one of those, uh, I forgot exactly where, but uh, somewhere in the Russia territory. Oh, yes. And he's a gay man. So it's a problem.
1: Yeah, yes.
0: So he really needs asylum to be protected. Does he get it? And if he gets it, does it last? Uh. And what in the world can Daniel do to help him out, if anything? That's one of the plots. Now, another one, the oldest of them, uh, Edith, she's a political activist. And she never comes home. But something major happens, and I mentioned this in my first review, something major happens because of China and the US that causes her butt to come home. Oh boy. Because maybe her time is limited on earth. Mm. But she continues to be an activist and she wants to get down to the bottom of what's going on with these refugees. Because over the course of the series, things change as a result of Emma Thompson's character who's Vivian Rook. She becomes a major politician, becomes over the series. It's ridiculous. So is she a Trump-like like figure? Yeah, something like that.
1: Sounds like it, yeah.
0: Something like that. Not exactly. And what she does to these refugees becomes unearthed by the end. And it is as a result of Edith and others. So that's one thing. Now, the younger uh, sister, hey... She's got two kids to deal with. She does meet a, a new guy that she loves. But what we see through her is, this is a working class woman, but she's working. And she eventually actually comes up with a food truck, which is fun. But as Vivian Rook's hooks get into the system, things become harder and harder for her, for her to work. But she voted for Vivian Rook. So do I have sympathy? No. Uh-oh. Now, The final, the older brother here, played by Rory Kinnear, Stephen Lyons, he's a financial advisor. He ends up losing all of his money as a result of something that goes on politically. And he has a wife, he has two daughters, and boy oh boy, he and his wife, their relationship changes. Now this man, Stephen, makes a lot of mistakes, a whole bunch, it's not just losing money. He's a financial advisor who lost all his money. You, you think, should he have seen some of this stuff coming? He does some things that actually gets in the way of Daniel's relationship with the guy that he loves, but I won't tell you how. There's something devastating that happens. Maybe it's episode four out of six, I can't remember. Something devastating that happens that really changes everything. Uh, And I thought that that moment, again, not giving it away, was one of the best of this series. It grounded the show for once, because otherwise it was kind of floating. Now, as I mentioned, it is political. I went through a lot of that. But it's also technological, because for Steven's older daughter, she feels like, hey, I don't belong actually in skin, in a body. I need to be technology. I need to be hooked up to that. And there are kinds of, there's a group of humans that wanna do this. Now over the course of this series, we see that that technology gets better and better. So they're actually able to have technological implants. She literally becomes her own phone in the series. She can just raise her hand up to her face and answer the phone for fun. And that progresses even further where she can search the internet in her mind.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: So those things it was interesting to see how they went there ref i think they did that in a way that was smart russell t davies who created and wrote it this did a good job of it it's just that if you're gonna watch this it's not as weighty as it sounds it kind of glides through and i think that's a blessing and a curse here so while it's not great because of that i do think it's interesting enough if you liked what i said to check it out it's only six episodes you'll be fine with it will you love it no but is it bad? Absolutely not. I think they came and got the job done ultimately.
1: Wow, so there you have it. (laughs) Very different shows, very different offerings we have for you this week. Again, if you want to catch any of these shows, you can certainly go to the respective places. I'm sure they'll be around. But again, like I said when I started, the kids are gearing up to go back. You're gearing up to go back to soccer practices and cheerleading pickups you might as well enjoy it now (laughs) while you can
0: thanks for listening for additional resources